Hey guys, welcome to the Killing the Tea podcast. This is Gare and Kate, and we are going to be discussing all things chills, thrills, and kills. Kate and I are going to be talking about our favorite books, TV shows, and movies that are in the thriller or crime fiction genre, as well as some reading habits and other items related to how we met on Bookstagram um, that will fit in with this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you have fun and get totally terrified. So how was your Christmas? It was very good. How was yours? It was very cold and very good. I got some badass leggings for my sister-in-law. She's the best. Shout out to Jamie. Yeah, my parents killed it this year. I got a mocktail recipe book. Ooh, that sounds yummy. I got a cool like book light. Like it's like a little wooden book. And when you open it, it becomes like a light. The pages <gasps> That's open. what my nephew got a book light. Oh my God, really? It's, I have a read. Yeah, he's like eight years old something like that and he is reading all the time he's obsessed with reading I love it (gasps) oh it's like a light not a light to read books with necessarily no it's like a book that turns into oops okay that's not what he got but that is cool oh my gosh I feel like it's like you know those like guys that post the thirst traps on TikTok where it's like a dark room and then like all of a sudden like a light if I had a nice body I would definitely make a TikTok of that like a a bookish thirst trap but that's not gonna happen so (laughs) that's like the picture I sent you last night when we were watching Southpaw and I was telling Tyler like I have to get a picture to show Garrett and at one point he was like there's the lighting and I was like you're not wrong (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Not, never taking a bad pick. Him and Henry Cavill. I don't think so. I don't think he knows how to. Oof, those boys. Yeah. Um. So what are you, did you read anything over your Christmas break that you like absolutely loved? Well, I really did love the villa, which you kind of recommended to me because you had already read it at that point. I thought so that was good. really fun. Mm-hmm. It also kind of has some some White Lotus vibes in that like it's like going on a vacation to a tropical location and bad stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the dual timelines. You read a lot more than I did last week. And some I really started good... I started the Sandman. How far did you get? I don't think I'm much farther than when I what I told you earlier today mm-hmm. so I won't spoil what was happening but I'm not much farther than that so you're gonna love it you I are know going to love I it. really do it feels like watching a movie it's like yes. it makes, me feel, makes me feel that way again that's why I told you like make sure Tyler's home when you read the stalker yes. after this one because they mm-hmm. all of their books feel like a movie but that one's definitely like the one that gives you like the scary the creepiest scary, scary vibes yeah um I recently read The Shards by Brett yeah. Easton Ellis. Yeah, you told us about it a couple weeks ago. Oh my God. Yeah, I read it. It's 600 pages and it did not feel like 600 pages. I was completely captivated. It was like coming of age, a little spicy, mm-hmm. um, satire, Mm. serial killer there is animal violence in it so i will say like i did recommend it to a ton of people but there is animal violence so that is a really good warning um which usually oh no where'd you go you can't see me no i can't it was just uh 
That was just okay. the update, like a little update thing on Adobe <laughs> okay. or my ha- my haunted laptop. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so animal violence is usually a trigger for me. Um, mm-hmm. With this one, it was more, it's more aftermath than anything. Um, yeah. It was still like, really like, holy crap, that was, that was rough, but the book was fantastic and I can't wait to read it again. Yeah. January 7th. Are there, can you tell that the animal violence is coming up or does it suddenly happen? Do you think it's something where people could skip over it? I think that they could, but it's kind of interwoven with things that happen to okay. people. Um, I mean, it's definitely like, holy crap, but I don't know. It's also one of those things where... um some of it's like really graphic but then you realize what happened to some of the victims of this serial killer and you're like I would have rather been the animal cool so that's good to know though the story was fantastic Mm -hmm. um there is animal violence the only thing that sucks is I can't tell people what animals were affected because it's a spoiler um yeah but it's a serial killer story you know like serial killers have a pattern and this one has mm-hmm. the most terrifying pattern that you can have with the the heavy breathing phone calls and you noticing things in your house that have been moved or rearranged mm-hmm. um and then an animal death and then you are brutally murdered in a very horrible and disgusting way I mean this is the guy that wrote American Psycho so I mean we can't really expect him to you yeah. know Pitter patter around, but um, like so yeah, those like, punches, yeah, yeah. That was what I, that was what I loved. Um, it's a new Brett Easton Ellis. It's in my top ten favorite books okay. in the entire world ever. <gasps> Glowing review. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I requested it. We'll see if I get it, but um, I may just end up buying it because it's January, right? I may end up just getting it for you. <laughs> nice <laughs> because i have some we'll ideas see. for you i haven't checked my email to see if i got any more recently i have some ideas for you for things i want to get so you'll just have so, to be on your pins and needles i know i'm just gonna have to wait in suspense it's fitting mm-hmm. it's like really weird too because like i read it and i put a bunch of things on my stories about how much i loved it mm-hmm. and like People were like sliding my DMs and they were like, oh my God, I can't wait to read it. And I'm like, there's animal violence. I just want to let you know. And they're like, I'm not, I'm going to skip it. But the thing that's like, kind of like, was like weird and annoying to me is he's such Mm -hmm. a popular author and it's his first book in like 13 years. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody else that follows me like has read it. So I don't have anyone to talk to about it. We need to fix that. So which is a segue that's a good segue into it's a perfect one <laughs> our... we're so good we're so good at those so, oh my god there's so much fun too yeah um i wanted to talk to you about some books that you've read that you were like okay this is not getting enough love on book talk mm-hmm. instagram anywhere you know Mm -hmm. like we've all read and discussed like the girl on the train gone girl (laughs) 
the woman those, in the window. <laughs> <laughs> the window. Um, we've all like talked about those and like celebrated. And yeah, it's like really exciting when you mm-hmm. know you read something like that and it just kind of blows up. But like, yeah, have you read any books where you were like, that was phenomenal, amazing, 10 out of five stars. And then like you realize that it's not getting as much love as it should. Yeah. I definitely, I have a few. So when you asked, I was like, this is going to be so fun to go find them. Because there are, there are some out there. There's always one, I feel like a year that I'm like obsessed with, in love with. Mm -hmm. And it like sneaks up on me because it might not have been on my radar or like not a lot of people talked about it. And I just like gave it a shot. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, you just find those like, hidden gems mm-hmm. that you just absolutely love yes and you're like everybody in the world needs to love this mm-hmm. so these At are by far not like it. i'm not calling these books like flops no i'm not saying oh, no, no, that no. you know that they're like that they underperform sales wise or anything like that so like if your book is discussed tonight like just oh, know yeah. that this is like these are just the books that I wish had like made it more to the mainstream had that gone girl that girl on the train the woman Mm -hmm. in the window effect where like everybody read them yeah um, and like loved them because you know whether it's let's be honest the past few years that books have come out it's been kind of rough yeah for people with you know the pandemic and Mm -hmm. everything so um, these are just some books that I think deserve a little extra love. Yeah. Just like my Kate, my Kate the Great. You know, Aww. I just love to give her a little extra love. Because <laughs> to all of you watching on YouTube right now, Homegirl is popping. You need a Beyonce fan because you look I do. Gorgeous. I actually, of course, have a fan in here because I get hot when I dry my hair. So well, I guess I've already I told you, but you look absolutely fucking stunning oh thank you my haircuts can just change it all up oh my god i'm sorry that i was late i know tonight, and you just I got, got one i just got my haircut and mm-hmm. man nothing makes me feel like i can take on the world even though i only like socialize like one day a week i'm like yes that is gonna be <laughs> that's enough for me <laughs> my time to shine yeah yeah <laughs> well do you want to hear my first one you're fucking right. I do. I want to hear cool. all of them. I'm so pumped. I am too. Cause I also <clears throat> hope that I actually add even more books to my list from your list now. Um, but we'll see, we'll see if we may have some crossover, but I don't know. I have my six first... instead of five six. because okay. I have one that I expect you to either I have one that I expect you to either say, and if neither one of us says it by the end, then it's a bonus one that I'm going to, nice that I'm going to re- recommend on behalf of both of us. <laughs> I love that. Like now everyone has to make sure they listen to part two and hear the ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first one that I thought of is Made for Love by Alyssa Nutting. So I was a little bit torn on this one if I could count it because it is a um, TV series on HBO Max. It did get adapted 
So okay. obviously it's kind of in the mainstream, but like, I also don't see it ever on book talk or bookstagram. Like I don't see it talked about really. No, that completely works. There's so many books that I've like heard about and people are like, did mm-hmm. you watch the movie or the show? And I'm like, I didn't even know about the book. Yeah. Yeah. But that, Yeah. So I actually, I, cause the first season came out a couple years ago and I watched it and was like, this is amazing. And then, of course, I every time I watch a show, I'm Googling a million things about it. And then I saw it was a book. And I was like, oh, so the book description, and there are some differences, actual like notable differences between the book and the TV show. The book, di- book description, though, is Hazel has just moved into a trailer park of senior citizens with her father and Diane, his sex doll companion. Life with Hazel's father strained at best, but it's got to be better than her marriage to dominating tech billionaire Byron Gogol. For over a decade, Hazel has been quarantining in Byron's family compound, her every movement and vital sign tracked. So when Byron demands to wirelessly connect the two of them via brain chips, turning Hazel into a human guinea pig, she makes a run for it. Will Hazel be able to free herself from Byron's virtual clutches before he finds her? sci-fi very much like a dark comedy sci-fi book (laughs) it's the perfect segue from the brett easton ellis conversation i feel like right (laughs) because correct me if i'm wrong she's the Mm -hmm. one that also wrote tampa is that correct yes yes she wrote tampa and i hear she has this absurd sense of humor that is just so cool like the show cracked me up so much Cause like she got to kind of continue the story with the show and there's so much funny commentary on like our obsession with technology, what we do with technology. I love that cover. That cover is amazing. We might have to, have you read this? I haven't read that one. I remember like when it came out and I was just like, I don't know, like possible buddy. I don't read. I like I don't know. I'll have you read bio. it? No. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't, I didn't either. I've always known about it and she's really a talented writer. So it'd probably be funny is what I'm thinking, but basically this book and TV show and the TV show, which it's very similar. It's just for the sake of making it multiple seasons, they change a few things. Um, just like really hilarious commentary on our obsession with technology and also like what that means if, an egomaniac could pair your brains together and like know everything about you and it's just great lots of action too and it's just the quirkiest book I think it's the quirkiest book I've ever read and I love it that is a very good endorsement I'm I'm really pumped I added it to my wish list it's it's like and it's not sci-fi in that you have to like think about it's not like explaining stuff. It's just that you're in the future where technology is a little more advanced. I'm like a pro now. Okay. I know. I wrote an article for She Reads today uh-huh. on my lunch break, and I included an update on the Dark Matter series. <gasps> nice. So I wrote a little bit about sci fi today. I love it. You I'm bringing you over. So proud of me. You took me um, to Nordic Noir and I'm bringing you to the land of sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, that's that's awesome. I mm-hmm. 
have heard of her because Tampa is very controversial. Yes. Um, but now I'm excited for this. And I'm even more excited that there's a TV show. Yeah. And it's really good. And it's 30 minute episodes. I just finished um, the second season of The Sex Lives of College Girls last night. You have been raving about that. It's one of the best shows in the entire world. I watched the first season like three or four times. Oh my gosh. I have so much to watch. <laughs> you will absolutely. Okay, so like we've had this discussion, mm-hmm. but like I am just so like uh, I'm sure a lot of people are on the internet. I'm just so wrapped up in the Idaho quadruple homicide of those mm-hmm. four college kids that sometimes yes. I need something to read that's not super dark or watch something that's not super dark. Mm-hmm. I even tried to watch Black Christmas the other night and I only got through half of it because I was like, no. oh my God, I'm getting scared. Getting scared. You're freaking yourself out? Freaking myself out. Um, I was, my friend Nicole is also very invested in this case. So we'll send mm. each other like news updates on TikTok, um, people's like theories on TikTok, things like that. And the, the reason... I think that I'm like freaked out. Like I said, I'm a 35 year old man. I am not that exciting. Nobody really wants to kill me. Like (laughs) even if I was like begging for it. So the thing is, is that their house is like set up weird and the layout to my house is weird. Um, But they believe that the person that did it broke in through um, a sliding glass door on the second floor of the house. And I have a sliding glass door on the second floor of my house. So like that's half the reason um, but the other night, scrolling through TikTok, and I forgot to lock my door, my sliding glass door, and, like, mm-hmm. woke up the next morning and, like, realized it, and I, like, texted my friend Nicole, and I was like, you're never going to guess what I did, or didn't do, basically. Didn't do, and, yeah. And I was reprimanded. Like, she was oh. not impressed. So, I learned a lesson. And then I watched the college to get those cameras. College lives of sex girls, or no, the sex lives of college. Girls. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> college lives of. Sex I did girls. that to my friend Cindy on Marco Polo last night. I was like, I finished <gasps> the sex. They're the college lives of sex girls, and she's like, that's not the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's I don't like, know what's going on my brain. Did you watch? <laughs> you watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season, right? I wish I didn't, but yes, I did. That's that was like the homeless, not toothless when they kept (laughs) mixing that up. They're like toothless, not homeless. I've I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. (laughs) Oh my god, that one was so so funny funny. and so bad. Oh my god, it's so funny. But anyway, yeah, that's my recommendation: the Mm -hmm. sex lives of college girls. (laughs) Two seasons on HBO Max, and they just renewed it for a third one. So. Is it? It's it's more funny. It's kind of like a funny drama. Are they thirty? Are they thirty minute episodes? Do you remember thirty minute episodes? Okay. Very funny. Um, Mindy Kaling wrote it or produced it. Perhaps both, but it definitely has that. It definitely has that sense of humor. Um. It's just the best. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I keep getting my... um, what's what is her name? 
I keep getting Renee rap in my TikTok feed singing. Have you heard her sing? She's amazing. She is my favorite character in the show. Oh, I really need to watch. I'm adding it you to would, my list. You will, you Not will that love I'm going to forget it. You will absolutely love it. Um, there's mm-hmm. eye candy. There's comedy. <laughs> there's just like drama and so much comedy. And it's like a good sense of humor too. It's not like- I love know, that. Um, so that's one of my I need my shows like that too. Cause like, I just haven't been as into reality TV for the moment. And so then when I do want to watch Same. something that's not thrilling, now I know what I'm going to watch. I know I always say this, but like, I will watch it with you. Like I will rewatch it. I yeah. watched the first season like three or four times because it's just like, if you want something that you don't have to like think a lot about or mm-hmm. you just want to be like entertained or you want like something that's like lighter and funny, like it's just perfect. It is yeah. perfect. And then when you're done with that, you can watch um, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. I did watch that one right around the time that we started recording because you recommended it. That one was really good. Yeah. Second season is going to be summer school. I'm so excited. I can't. Do you remember when it comes out? Is it a summer show? I bet. Um, I don't know if they, I think they announced like what the second season is, but they haven't like said Oh, I think okay. it was like fall, summer okay. or fall, like last year. But, um, but yeah. So, I have a book that has also been adapted. Nice, but like they're completely separate. So, mm. obviously, with the success and popularity of Scream in the 90s there were Uh a ton of slasher movies that came out around that time because Mm -hmm. of its success so you had like I know you did last summer urban legend Mm -hmm. there was one called Valentine and it had Denise Richards in it and David Boreanaz oh nice and the movie was like entertaining but it was nothing special and people like demolished it and like reviews like like, so but it's based on a book but it's like they're completely separate basically the people that made the movie were like we only bought the rights to the book because we wanted to use the name valentine okay so i read the book and it is one of my favorite books that i have ever read in my entire life it is called Valentine by Tom Savage. Um, and it is about um, a woman named Jillian, who is a best-selling author of suspense novels. She lives in Greenwich Village. She has, like, close friends, a new fiancé, like, the perfect life. Um, but now, somewhere lurking in the shadows of New York City, someone is stalking her. Um And this person is leaving her messages on her answering machine, leaving notes in her mailbox, and even gifts on her doorstep. So, like, this person is a, like, full-fledged stalker, and they're all signed Valentine. Whoa. And things kind of escalate as the story goes on. Um, 
And as the story progresses, you get closer and closer to Valentine's Day in the story's timeline, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like the big finale. So it's like anxiety the entire time you're reading it because creepy, creepy things are happening to her. Yeah. And also like you're getting like days and days closer to like Valentine's Day and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. The guy that's, you know, leaving her message assigned Valentine has something big planned for February 14th. That sounds amazing. I just added it to my list. It is also a Kindle Unlimited book for anyone who has that. Mm -hmm. I have it on my Kindle. I have a paperback copy. Mm -hmm. And I even have the old mass market paperback from like 2000 when Mm -hmm. it has the sticker on it that says like soon to be a major motion picture. Oh my God. So when I say like, I love this story, I mean, I love this story. The twists in it, Mm -hmm. so good. Um, But yeah, it is like one of my favorite stories um, and I think it's, I'm also going to give it credit for being the story that like made me love thrillers, especially Whoa. stalker stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've also yeah. now given us TV or movies or books that are slasher and holiday themed for Halloween, Christmas and Valentine's Day now. And Fourth of July, and Fourth of July. I know what you did last now summer. Fourth of July, St. Patrick's Day thriller. St. Patrick's Day. I, th- you know what I was thinking about? This is so freaking weird. I was I listened to like our episodes during uh-huh. work, yeah. and I was thinking of doing some sort of theme like that because mm-hmm. you had talked about the Sherry Lapina book. Mm-hmm not a happy family yes and how Mm -hmm. it took place after easter dinner Mm, yeah you're right and i was like what an interesting holiday to choose yeah you're right so that is very weird that's a good point yeah because it's like there are some books that just have like a strange holiday that are in them and you're kind of like hmm yeah yeah halloween is popular obviously yeah um i think I there's really like a you don't watch what movies. christmas oh. movies <laughs> i know you, you My heart about, stopped. i about killed you <laughs> um i, I know because i was thinking about our conversation and like even uh, though christmas is over i think that you will mm-hmm. still get a huge thrill out of the original black christmas movie i know i found it it's on paramount and we have that so we can watch it on there I hope it, it's the 1974 it. one. It is. I don't want anyone I, like, to watch the 2006. Too, to make sure. Oh, and it had that opening with like, you can tell it's like old with like the Black yes. Christmas font in the house. Yes. That's yes. when you know you're in for a friggin' treat. That, it you're might for... be. I mean, I don't know if there are any other movies from the 70s that I've seen. Might be the first one. Have you ever seen the original Halloween? Okay, then you're right. Duh. I've yeah. seen that one. I don't think I've seen many others. Friday the 13th? No, that was 1980. I haven't seen that one either. I just know about really? it. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, we're gonna have fun this winter. Not the you original and I. one. I feel like I saw. No, I'm thinking of something else. So yeah, it were what? <laughs> we're I gonna have a ton of fun. That. Yeah, with yeah. your movie Rex. Oh my god, yeah. I just yeah. want something as good as Prisoners again. <gasps> I was just gonna say that, like, <sighs> the fact that I, both you and Tyler liked it. We're obsessed. Mm-hmm. Tyler's not. And Tyler want to watch more movies. Oh my god! I know. It's, uh, it's like I'm like the Kate and Tyler whisperer. Ah, uh, you are. You god, are. You need to like start doing weird stuff so your neighbors get creeped out and move out so I can just move in next door. I'm down. I'll push her out. Paint like a what's that? What's that like witch thing? It's like round with like a star in it. I know what you're talking about. Pentagram. I think so. Yeah, do like I... weird, like witchy things. Yeah, go uh, dance. Make the Blair Witch dolls. The full moons. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can. Yep. I mean, or or we can just build a house somewhere that has our little library in the back, like that TikTok I sent you. Oh my god! And then I can have a basement because I love the darkness i want one of those houses that's like two houses but it has like the like a breezeway connecting yeah. or like a whatever those are called sky bridge sky bridge <laughs> there yep. we go i don't know why i said breezeway i think that's in a house well we'll have the biggest breezeways i know sky bridge, whatever but yeah oh, it'd be so fun okay. we'll make it happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we will well, do you want to hear one of my other books? I would love to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like leaning in, <laughs> leaning into New York. <laughs> uh, well, actually, this book takes place in New York. So oh. this one is Firstborn by Will Dean. It came out this year, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, in April. I really loved it. Um, and the description says Molly Raven likes a quiet, structured life in London, finding comfort in security and routine. Her identical twin, Katie, living in New York, is the exact opposite outgoing, spontaneous, and adventurous. But when Molly hears that Katie has died, possibly murdered, she's thrown into unfamiliar territory. As terrifying as it is, she knows she must travel across the ocean to find out what happened. But as she tracks her twins' final movements, cracks begin to emerge, and she slowly realizes her sister was not who she thought she was. And there's a dangerous web of deceit surrounding the two of them. Mm. I love that book. I thought it was so good. There are multiple reveals that were really cool. Um, it's just like a really good suspenseful suspenseful psychological thriller i also love to um kind of like watcher mm-hmm. where you have somebody that's like dealing with a high stress yeah suspenseful situation like that in mm-hmm. an area that they're not familiar with yeah yeah. You know, like you said, like she's from London and now she's in New York City and like all this like shit is hitting the fan. And she's like never acted like her sister before. Yeah. So I love, I loved that book and I totally agree yeah. with you. It did not get enough hype. I know. 
I really so loved it. Did you read the last one to burn? No. So good. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it more than. Yeah, this was the first book I yeah, read of his. Last one to burn. I think it's called. Okay. I'm pulling it up. I'll add yeah. it as well. Very last good. Thing last thing to burn. Last thing to burn. Nice. That looks really good. Yeah, it's so good. I think you will absolutely love it. Yeah, I really liked first one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. It kind of reminded me of like um her last fear her every fear (laughs) (laughs) nothing like recommending a bunch of shit and getting every single title wrong (laughs) i can never remember the characters i'm like so the main character and then her friend (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is like that one though because there's like one of those big paradigm shifts where you're like oh yeah yeah i think that that one is fantastic I, I really enjoyed it. that one. I, I think, think I read th- it in like an afternoon. I was going to say his book both because that was the second book I'd read by him. Mm-hmm. Um, And both of them, I think I read in like an afternoon. Like they were yeah. just very quick and there was no like, you know, I hate to say the word filler, but like there was nothing yeah. where like the storyline like bogged down or I was like, okay, like let's get back to the action. Like it was just all very, very, very like he's phenomenal at pacing. Mm hmm. I love it. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed both of the books that I've read by him. I think, I want to say he has maybe a series. I'm looking. Dark Pines, Tuva Mudison. I've heard fantastic things about them. Somehow I did not catch that. Fantastic. How much I just raved about him. Yeah. So. But you know, we love series, so I know. Yeah, I just started another one though. <laughs> so I'll get to Tuva. Um, I think that you'll be caught up to Juna Junalina by like February first, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think I you're gonna remember. fly through them. Is you it... flew through the chestnut man. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I think you're gonna fly through these. I know. I I, I don't want to put it down. Yeah. And I think that they like keep getting better. I'm really excited for Watcher. I wanted or Stalker. Whew, both of us today. I really wanted to read that one, but I know you said I had to start with Sandman, so I did. And it's yes. I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like tug at your heartstring, oh. scare the shit out of you. And just the meme I shared today, <laughs> like absolutely wreck you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be like, God damn it. And then like two seconds later, you're gonna be like, loved it. Um <laughs> speaking of wrecking people. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. The Long and Far Away Gone by Lou Bernie is a book that I've talked about a couple mm-hmm. of times on here. But, like, the fact that it's just not something that, like, people are, like, this is one of the best books I've ever read in my entire life. Yeah. When you ask people what the best book they've ever read, it, like, mind boggles me. Um, It is one of my favorite books in the entire world. It's emotional. It's, like, noir. It's mysterious. It's suspenseful. It's amazing. 
Um, it's about the summer in 1986 in Oklahoma City. Six movie theater employees were killed in an armed robbery with one survivor. Um, the same night, a teenage girl went missing from the state fair and neither crime was either ever solved. So 25 years later, um, the unsolved cases quietly echo through the survivors' lives. Um, Wyatt is a private investigator in Vegas who is being taken back to a past that he's been trying to escape. Um, and he is the survivor from the armed robbery at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. Um when he returns home, he meets Juliana, who is struggling with her past as well, because her sister is the one who disappeared at the state fair. So she, they basically join forces to try to get to the bottom of what happened during the robbery and if it was connected to her sister's disappearance mm -hmm. or, you know, solve these cases to finally put these like demons that are haunting them from their past to bed um, yeah. for any hope of resolution. Yeah, that sounds powerful. It is so freaking good. I know. So good. I read it probably 10 years ago, and I still, like, think about it often. Yeah. Because I was so invested in the mystery and the suspense aspect that there's, like, something at the very tail end of the book Mm -hmm. And I like read it and like put the book down and was like, I went from being like, oh my God, this book is so good. Like gone girl. Like, oh my God, I can't put it down to being like, I am fucking depressed now. <gasps> like, of course, of I was course. like, wow, like that just hit me full on in the chest. We were watching a movie this week that had a happy ending and I was like, you can tell Gary didn't recommend this one. <laughs> I just love a bleak. I don't know if it's like I love a bleak ending or if mm -hmm. the movies and the books and the shows and stuff with bleak endings are just more are effective. That good. That's a really like, good point. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't know if like that's what it is or if I'm just like, I want to be emotionally tortured. But I think it's a little of both. What was the movie? Southpaw. I was just saying it that way so mm -hmm. that it didn't feel like a spoiler to anyone. But I think I a mean, lot of movies have like most that's that was where I was torn. I was like trying to think as I was saying it. I was like, but don't you expect a boxing movie to have a generally happy ending? I will say the hating game, we talked about that recently with Lucy oh, Hale in yeah. it and mm -hmm. how much I love that movie. And that movie has a happy ending. You're right. You're right. You know. So yeah. But I don't know. I just, you know what? It, uh, I can't tell you why I love the ending to this book until you read it. So we'll, we'll continue know. this conversation I mean, another time. It really made me want to read this one. I do want to reread it though. So you'll have to let me know when you read it because I have been dying to read it again. Um, okay. So if you pick it up, I think it would be something that you and I would have a very good time discussing while we were reading it. Mm, nice. Let's do it. Maybe because all I really remember is the thing that like smashed my heart into a million pieces. Oh, well, smash away. <laughs> as long as we're in it together, <laughs> I can handle it. 
I can't handle it. <laughs> I really did think that I could handle difficult endings until I met you. <laughs> and I still can, but like they do wreck me. <laughs> <laughs> like i had a mountain of tissues when i read (laughs) so many of these books (laughs) soulmates yeah it's good but i Mm -hmm. really want to read this one now you've really got me sold on it it's kind of like it reminds me of um (laughs) um The Night Shift by Alex Finlay. It was re- the beginning was reminding me of that. It's kind of like that. It's just like a little bit more like darker, Seems like more noir. Emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. So 